Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. Ah, good morning, good morning. Wake up, uh, as Eighth Day instructs us to do. <laughs> Wake up. Torah Siva done by the Shira Chadasha Boys Choir. Eitan Katz with Od Yishama and Vei Rastich. Yehuda Katz with Nodola Shimcha. Shades of Rock done by Yossi Green. Leviathan, that was Miyale. And of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday, everybody, on this 19th day of December, day number seven in the month of Teves. It was obvious to certain people out there that I wasn't feeling 100% yesterday morning. I think that was uh, <laughs> that was clear based on some of the comments that people made about yesterday morning's show. So we're getting there. Thank God I was able to conduct the um, Ma'amudim live stream finale last evening, Baruch Hashem. 
That concluded with a very successful $4 million. And here we are on a Tuesday morning broadcast, getting ready for our broadcast from Israel. That's right. Later today, we travel to the Holy Land. Bezrat Hashem, Baruch Hashem. We travel to the Holy Land later today. And uh, we are planning on broadcasting this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from Jerusalem. Now, with that in mind, the fact that we are broadcasting Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, with that in mind, I um, have confirmation and... um, I believe it's really going to happen that this coming Thursday, this coming Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern time, Jonathan Pollard is going to join us live in studio here at JM in the AM. Jonathan Pollard is going to be uh, joining us in Israel Thursday morning, 8 a.m. He is uh, somebody who um, has certainly gave of himself, as we know, for the safety and security of the state of Israel. That is something we all know. Uh, He's also been quite outspoken, I would say over the last couple of years, about many issues having to do with policy and government, and certainly has been outspoken since the start of this war. We get an opportunity to speak with him about all of this, this coming Thursday morning at 8 o'clock, here at JM in the AM. So he is scheduled to join us, and honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I think he deserves the opportunity to be in discussion about these things, to say the least, and we'll do that on Thursday from Jerusalem here at JM in the AM. Rocket sirens sounded across central Israel Tuesday afternoon in the biggest rocket barrage the region has seen in several days. So the likelihood is that our friends and relatives who are in central Israel, likely are in a shelter, some type of um, some type of room taking cover at the moment. It's been a difficult day. Not that this hasn't been a difficult day to begin with, with some of the funerals that are going on in Israel, including the uh, funerals of the hostages that were uh, killed by accident, friendly fire, the other day. So uh, we'll keep a close eye on all the news. And as we said, we'll be in Jerusalem tomorrow, Thursday and Friday. Looking forward to bringing all of that to you uh, with all of our special guests. And, um, and that's the story. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
Man has many thoughts, many ideas, which he thinks are best in any given situation. David HaMelech teaches us, it's not these ideas that are everlasting, but it's those concepts taught to us by Hashem through the Torah. So how do we connect that infinite source? My Rebbe taught me that the way we connect is through being David and connecting to the ways of our Tzadikim. The word Eitzah can also be looked at as an abbreviation for Ayin Tzadikim. In the eyes of the righteous is our pathway to Hashem. It's living our lives in the ways our Tzadikim view the world. It's through their holy eyes that we can see the world through pure clarity. It's through their holy eyes
תתרום מפות הכוללות תוואי מנהרות משמעותיים, ממצאי מודיעין בבתי פעילי חמאס וגם תמונות ילדים חמושים לבושים במדי הארגון. במבנה נוסף אותרה מחרטת רקטות ובה מאות טילים ומשאית שמיועדת לשנע אותם למשגרים. אתמול באחת ההיתקלויות של החטיבה במרחב ג'באליה נפל הלוחם דניאל יעקב בן ארוש, זיכרונו לברכה, בהיתקלות עם מחבלים. ילדה בת שבע הובאה לבית החולים ללא רוח חיים במשקל שמונה קילוגרם. זוג הוריה בשנות השלושים, תושבי השפלה, נעצרו בחשד להזנחה והתעללות בחסר ישע. גופת הילדה הועברה למכון לרפואה משפטית לבחינת החשדות כי ההתעללות היא זו שהובילה למותה. כתובתנו עדה שטייף מוסרת שבית המשפט העריך את מעצרם עד ליום חמישי. ועדת החוץ והביטחון אישרה לקריאה שנייה ושלישית את הצעת חוק ממדים ללימודים הקובעת מימון מלא של תואר ללוחמים משוחררים והיא תעלה להצבעה סופית במליאה מחר. במסגרת דיוני הוועדה הוחלט גם כי לוחמים משוחררים שהם סטודנטים יהיו זכאים להשלמה ל-100% על כל התואר רטרו. כמו כן הוחלט להגדיל את הזכאות למימון משלוש שנים לחמש שנים ללוחמי סדיר משוחררים ומחמש שנים לשבע שנים ללוחמי קבע משוחררים. ידיעה שמסר כתב התחום הפוליטי שחר גליק. שני תושבי פתח תקווה נעצרו בחשד שניצלו את דיסקית המותג של משפחות החטופים וביצעו הונאה באלפי שקלים. מדווח כתבנו בתל אביב, גל ג'רסי. על פי החשד, שני העצורים, בני זוג בשנות ה-20 לחייהם, נכנסו למספר קבוצות וואטסאפ שכונתיות בתל אביב והתחזו לחברי הקבוצה. הם הציעו לחבריה לרכוש דיסקית להשבת החטופים תמורת 40 שקלים, ולאחר שמכרו, לא סיפקו את המוצר ונעלמו. החשודים, תושבי פתח תקווה, ביצעו לכאורה את ההונאה מספר רב של פעמים וגרפו אלפי שקלים לכיסם. לאחר חקירה, השניים שוחררו בתנאים מגבילים. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות. שעורך רועי ולד.
בחסות Ensure Plus Advance, משקה התומך בשמירה על הכוח ועל ההגנה הטבעית. שאלו רופא עוד יתן. בחסות רשת...
J.M. and the A.M. with Shmuley Unger. Kolam Alamed is the name of that one. Good morning, all. Welcome to hour number two of J.M. and the A.M. on this Tuesday, 19th day of December, day number seven in the month of Teves. Continue to pray for IDF soldiers. It is a uh, difficult time, to say the least. And uh, today does not seem to be an easy day in Israel with the rocket barrage that's going on, the funerals that are taking place. Keep all that in mind as we consider what our brothers and sisters are going through in the Holy Land. Uh, Continue to pray for our hostages. We hope that um, they are released as soon as possible, maybe in a, a deal that's imminent. Who knows? Before Shmuley Unger, you heard Baruch Levine and Eitan Katz with Acho Senu here at JMAM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Listener Klein says, Boker Tov from a very tiny kitchen in the shtetl of Sanhedria. <laughs> Listening to JM in the AM. Thanks, Wi-Fi and Toda to your fab station. Thank you for that. Thank you very much for that. Wow, listening in Sanhedria. Unbelievable. Uh, those of you who want to continue to support the work that we are doing, remember there is a year-end campaign that is uh, underway and that um, needs your help in getting to our next goal. Our next goal is $70,000. we are at 68000 if you haven't given yet you know what you got to do you got to go to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org please be as generous as possible listener Schwiger says Boker Tov Nachum, wishing you safe travels and an amazingly, mean, amazingly meaningful time in Eretz Yisrael. Really looking forward to those broadcasts. Kol HaKavod, and thank you for all you do to promote Jewish unity around the world. I appreciate that very much. And don't forget, we have a special guest on Thursday's show. Thursday at 8 o'clock, we're speaking with Jonathan Pollard in Israel. Thursday at 8 o'clock, we have the opportunity to speak with Jonathan Pollard, who's been very outspoken. Um, but I, be- I believe certainly deserves to be heard. So Jonathan Pollard this coming Thursday, 8 a.m. Eastern time from Israel here at JM in the AM. Um, oh, look at this. Listener Sina has checked in. Apparently her firstborn great-grandson celebrated a birthday recently. Huge shout-out to my great-grandson, Eliezer Dove Rosen of Lakewood, who had birthday number five. Wow. This was on Sunday he celebrated, oh, Shabbos, rather, he celebrated birthday number five. This cute little guy bumped my status to the next level. He's a little nachas machine, and I'm so glad to be on the receiving end. Happy birthday, Elliot. I'm so glad you, you came to, to Bubby, I assume that's supposed to be, right? On Hanukkah is so special with lots of love from Bubs. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Safe travels. Can't wait to hear the Israel broadcast. That's from listener Sina who, of course, is uh, apparently, apparently down in the Sunshine State. Nobody ever knows for sure, but apparently she's down in the Sunshine State. More coming up. It's JM and the Ammo. Oh, by the way, a reminder, go to artsgirl.com and save on all their recent titles, including the Ravnutta book that we spoke about yesterday with Shmuel Botnik. Check it out. Go to artsgirl.com. Make sure to use promo code radio. Again, every time you check out, at artsgirl.com, always make sure to use promo code radio. It is a piece of advice that you'll cherish 
forever. Yaakov Shweki, JM in the AM.
Jam in the AM with Yaakov Shweki. Avo Hayom is the name of that one. Good morning, all. Welcome to a Tuesday. Tuesday means Yeshiva League Sports Update time. Elliot Weiselberg is set with our Yeshiva League Sports Update. Here he is on a Tuesday at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. December keeps rolling right along, and with it, the winter sports season. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM Sports Update. High-stakes matchups in both varsity hockey and basketball, and undefeated stay undefeated in JV hockey and basketball. All that and more straight ahead. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weisselberg. Varsity hockey had a night last night as four of its top teams were in action. In the East, the top two teams, DRS and Hank, met up in the greenhouse, with at least one team guaranteed to put a mark in something other than the win column. DRS got on the board early, and Hank would struggle too long to make any sort of comeback as the home team would cruise to a 4-1 win and a 9-0 record. Out West, the number two and number three teams, Frisch and SAR, squared off in Paramus. SAR took the lead in the first, but could not hold it, as Tal Glassman and Ellie Kahn would give Frisch the 2-1 win, tying the two teams at 6-3 right behind TABC. In other action last night, Mag and David erased a 3-0 Rombaum lead and would see Henry Towell put home the game winner with 20 seconds remaining for a 5-4 Warrior victory to climb back to 500 at 4-4. Four four. In JV hockey, the early game of the Frisch SAR doubleheader saw SAR face its biggest challenge of the season as the game went scoreless for 34 minutes, but SAR would stay undefeated thanks to Jack Linhart's snipe from the low circle and Michael Goldman's second consecutive shutout for the 1-0 win. That coupled with their 4-0 win over YDE now has them at 7-0, becoming the first team in JV hockey to clinch a playoff berth on the season. With TABC and DRS upcoming before winter break, SIR will turn their focus now to the number one overall seed. In other action, MTA breaks into the win column with a 1-0 shutout of after Saturday night. The Lions will look to pull back into the playoff hunt when they face YDE tonight. Hafter, who started off the season with three wins, has now suffered three straight losses with a tough schedule on tap, starting with DRS this coming Saturday night. Moving over to varsity basketball, where Flatbush has rebounded nicely from their loss to Mag and David in last week's update, taking three wins on the week, bookended by a 10-point win over defending champion North Shore and a statement win over West co-leader Ramaz 64-44. The Falcons now hold the league's best record at 10-1 and become the first varsity basketball team to clinch a playoff berth. They'll also become the first team to complete their season with three games between now and January 2nd, where they will finish off with a big contest against Mag and David. Speaking of the Warriors, Mag and David stays sharp following their win over Flatbush as Josh Shabbat stays hot, dropping 18, knocking off SAR 62-50 to improve to 8-1, as does Frisch with their 52-46 win over Heschel. DRS, Waterbury, and YDE each pick up their third wins, and Orius Rowell takes two to jump over 500 at 5-4. and four. In JV basketball, Hillel and DRS both hit their second half with wins to stay undefeated at 6-0 and 5-0 respectively. For the Heat, a 62-44 win over MTA and a 63-53 win over Ramaz, who has now suffered three straight losses after opening up 4-0, and the Wildcats a convincing win over Rambam. DRS begins an important stretch tonight, which will include home-and-homes with 4-1 Mag and David over the next week. A sweep would all but clinch the East top seed for the Wildcats. In other action, Frisch knocks SAR from the ranks of the undefeated with a 58-53 win. Frisch now stands at 5-1 behind Hillel with SAR at 4-1.
ahead of both teams' key matchups with Hillel starting tonight with SAR in deal. And that was your Tuesday morning Jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg.
Shame in the AM with Yishai Rebo and Techef Ipatach here on a Tuesday morning broadcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This portion of NA, of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Take a 10% discount with promo code radio when you go to kosherdogs.net and shop for any of the delicious A&H products. We, of course, cannot stop talking about their incredibly delicious salami, their amazing and wonderful hot dogs, and if you haven't tried it yet, the A&H Knockwurst that will knock your socks off. Try them. Have a taste test with your family. You'll see how they react to the delicious A&H Knockwurst. Try it today. Order it online, kosherdogs.net, 10% discount with promo code radio, and of course, find it in your own supermarket. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. You'll say, hey, Nachum Siegel, thank you for that recommendation. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We read in the Haggadah, Shonrim hafkeid le'ercha kol ha'yoyim v'kol ha'layla. Appoint watchmen for your city all day and all night. A group of doctors live on a yeshuv. All of the members of the community over the age of 18 Volunteer for guard duty because it is very important for the security and well-being of all the inhabitants of the city. A group of doctors came to ask Ashila whether they should be included among those guarding the city or because of their responsibilities to take care of the medical needs of the people. They should not be involved. The Chashuki Chemed answered, citing the Gemara in Sanhedrin, any city that does not have these ten things, may not live there. One of those very important items is having a doctor. And so we read in the fourth parak of Hilchasteus of the Rambam, the need for a doctor in the city. The psak was that the doctors who fulfill a very specific purpose are vital to the welfare of the Yishuv. At times, it's a case of pikuach nefesh. At times, it is a situation of saving a life, and the doctor has no substitute. The doctor needs to be available at all hours. Everyone could be mishtatef in the shmirah, but there are very few who can fill in to do the doctor-specific tafkid. Similarly, we find in Shmuel Aleph, Ki chelek hayoreid b'milchama, u'chechelek hayoshev ala kelim, yachtov, yachaloku. Like the portion of the one who went into battle, so is the portion of the one who remained with the kelim. They should divide it equally. Meaning that each tafkid, Every purpose is just as important. Certainly the doctor's service is as important as the service of those taking on the Shmirah. Because of the great importance of having medical personnel available, that is their primary responsibility. The doctor is obligated to be available for the good of the tzibur, and he or she is freed from all other obligations. We see from this tshuva that everyone has to be involved when it comes to be the well-being of Klau Yisrael. We too, who are outside of Eretz Yisrael, have to be mishtatev and participate in our own way, whether it's through making tzitzits 
or providing other dvarim shabikdusha, sending warm clothing, gear, protective vests for the soldiers, sending food, letters of encouragement, svarim. We all have a responsibility to do something. Yidin throughout the entire world have been mobilized. The amount of Tehillim, the amount of Tfilos, Limurat Torah, Mitzvos, Tztoka, and one mitzvah that has become a mitzvah chaviva adma oid, beloved, is Hafrosha Schala. Just yesterday, there was one troop that was on the battleground and they came under heavy fire of rockets. All of the troops immediately got down on the ground, lying face down to shield themselves from the rockets. One of the commanders said, Everybody, call out to Hashem. He then said, Shema Yisrael, together with all of the troops lying on the ground. The scene was unbelievable. When the bombardment was over, every single one of those soldiers was in good health, totally unharmed. May the schus of all the mitzvahs and learning Torah worldwide be megan, shield and protect all of the soldiers, all of the hostages, and all of Klau Yisrael. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Sorry, Todd.
Yeah. 
in the AM that goes back to the uh, last year's incredible uh, live stream of Amudim remember that Kansi Por Shlomo Simcha and his brothers uh, this year if you missed any of the content go to UniteToHeal.com because you will uh, experience an incredible number of uh, great pieces I mean just a lot of wonderful interviews panel discussions um a lot of it based on news items from today, including, of course, the war in Israel. And at the same time, you should support the work of Amudim. Go to UniteToHeal.com. And uh, it was great being part of their big finale last night as they reached uh, $4 million of their $5 million goal, which these days is pretty remarkable, frankly. Speaking of goals, we have a goal, a 40th anniversary goal, but right now I'm most focused on our next hurdle, which is $70,000. After all, it is the 40th anniversary year-end campaign for JM&AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. If you enjoy what we do each and every day, if you are a fan of the fact that we're going to be broadcasting from Jerusalem Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week, toss in your own donation and help us get to our goal. It's fjbunity.org fjbunity.org. Thank you to Vivian Kalish. 
Thank you to Fran and Peter Cohen. Thank you to Elise Schechter. Thank you to Devorah Beller. Thank you to Yossi and Tova Greenfield. Thank you, Nachum, for your... Oh, they gave 40, which was which then equaled 80 because of the match, which is still in effect. And I guess 40 for the 40th anniversary. Thank you for that. Thank you, Nachum, for your wonderful program that my family and I have been listening to for close to 40 years. We appreciate your dedication. The chizuk you give to your audience now in these difficult times. Yossi and Tova Greenfield. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you guys very, very much. Mayor and Helen Barron, they donated as well. Those of you who would like to uh, donate via snail mail, if you'd like to send in a donation, your check is payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Again, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. That address is, by the way, on the website. You can see it at fjbunity.org, and it goes through the Zell address and the regular mail address and the tax ID number and the contact information. If you want to reach us about something having to do with a donation, it's all there on the page. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and click on Donate and help us get to our next goal, which is $70,000. What will be the final goal? I have no idea. We'll see. But right now we're trying to get to $70,000. We need a couple of grand in order to do that. Uh, and I thank you for that. On Thursday morning of this week, it'll be Jonathan Pollard live in studio in Israel. He has agreed to a full sit-down conversation. We get an opportunity to speak with Jonathan Pollard. That's going to be happening this coming Thursday at 8 a.m. here at JM in the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. I guess we could call that must-listen radio, especially for those of you who'd like to hear him um, defend some of his recent comments and speak about the last uh, 30, 40 years in the Jewish world. We'll do that with him on Thursday morning here at JM and the AM. Make sure to be tuned in. Should be a very, very interesting conversation. Shlomo Katz is next. You're listening to JM and the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. Shifty done by Danny Palgon. Kikel Melech was Eitan Katz and Lule was Shlomo Katz. And this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world of web and AlchemSingle.com on the AlchemSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. And uh, one of the reasons we were delayed this hour is because Rabbi Meyerfeld insisted on taking some photos in order to document this historic occasion when we get an opportunity not only to speak to two amazing people, but also to support an amazing cause. Are we the only listener-supported radio broadcast in the world that puts on other causes during their campaign? I would argue yes, but we're very proud of that. And it's a pleasure to welcome Rabbi and Mrs. Mayerfeld, Moshe and Liat, to our studio here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Good morning and welcome to both of you. Good morning, Nahum. Good morning. Thank you so much for having us. Now, 
For those who don't know, uh, how many years are you now in this area of, of New York City? We moved to Manhattan five years ago. Oh, it's five years? Yeah. Oh, you picked the right time. COVID right in the middle of the whole thing. Exactly. <laughs> wow. A genius move on your part. Timing is everything. But the truth is, in a way, that's true because COVID did present challenges, but you also were able to meet and overcome some of those challenges, which we could discuss. But I, I bring up that you're here for the last five years because many people, rightfully, acknowledge and realize that in the specific area where we're sitting on the historic Lower East Side of Manhattan, many feel, for obvious reasons, that the community is not as large and continues to to dwindle. And, and we know the realities in terms of the Orthodox Jewish community. However, the mayor Felds would argue that in this one mile radius, and I don't know, I don't need to go beyond one mile, right? No, one mile is within a this one mile. Literally, if I would walk 15 minutes in all these directions from where we're sitting right now, you would argue there are tens, if not hundreds, of thousands of Jews who are ready, who are ready to discover their heritage, ready to recommit. I'll say recommit because I think everyone's soul at one point was committed. Recommit to our tradition, and you come across them every single day. How accurate, Mrs. Liat Mayerfeld, is my assessment? I think it's very accurate. I think it's very accurate, and it's interesting what you said about COVID. Um, it it gave us an opportunity, really, to um, meet people where they were, and that's one of our main focuses, is really knowing each person where they are, where they're holding, where their neshama is, and to, and to reach them where they are. I, I always say Hashem doesn't make mistakes. So, <laughs> you know, wherever people are born in their family circumstances, um, their education, that's, that's where they were meant to be. And then it's up to them to make decisions based on, based on that. And we were very fortunate to be able to, to be there for them. So we were yeah, during COVID, but I think now in today's, yeah. um, today's, um, um, with today's events, I think people are finding themselves more confused than ever, and um, and we're really we're seeing people struggling very much with their Jewish identity and what that means to them, and uh, that's really where we are today. But on the positive to- side, I'd have to assume that as much as there's a struggle that you're witnessing, there's also a a fire, a commitment, a rebirth of their connection to their heritage. In a way, we know what's happening in Israel with everyone now becoming an Osek Torah Secha, as I'd like to say, coming off of Hanukkah. Uh, in, in a way, you're seeing the same thing, maybe on a smaller scale or not as, you know, as intense a scale, but in a way, you're seeing the same thing, probably. People who are searching for meaning, who are certainly feeling the effects of anti-Semitism, right, even here in Manhattan, and and are, are really, you know, committing to a, hopefully, a future that will be more robust when it comes to their her- heritage and tradition. Yes, I think uh, it, definitely. Anti-Semitism in New York has reared its ugly head. People are seeing it at work, on university campuses. We've, we've met with people who really are, are crying with, with realizing that some of their, who they thought were their best friends, their colleagues at work, are, are turning on them. And that leaves them very squarely in the Jewish camp. And now... <laughs> And now they are. Um, There's no escaping it. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. No they're really, they're really learning what that means, and so we're seeing um, so, a lot of connections. So every program that you have now, whether it's Friday night, Shabbos, or during the week, many of the conversations and discussions focus on this topic. I would assume. I, right? I would say almost exclusively. Since, wow. Since October seventh, 
I mean, partially our emotions and hearts and souls are in Eretz We have children there. We have nephews and, and you know, in Aza right now. Um, our, our family lives there. And, and we are, you know, Libi Bemizrach. We're very much there. Um, and, and we felt it was, you know, almost inappropriate to do anything that wasn't focused on Israel. Um, we, we pretty much canceled anything that was, you know, purely social or, um, you know, or, or, or not focused. And we right. shifted everything. Our education our conversations, uh, even our Hanukkah party, which we just had last week with almost 200 people. And it is the... It, was that a weekday or a Friday night? Weekday. Weekday um, here in downtown Manhattan. Um, we had a beautiful space and we turned it into an Israeli shuk. How many of the 200 you had never seen before? About half and half, 50%. You saw 100 new faces yeah, last that's, week? That's, that's, that's the idea. The Hanukkah party is a bit Because of a, friends are bringing friends and obviously... Interesting the, that you say that. Interesting you say that. A bit of historical background of who we are sure. and where we've been. We, we worked for Aisha Torah for 20 years in England. Um, and we were directors in Aish in England. And then five years ago, we moved to Manhattan, um, also for Aish. And then during COVID, we started our own independent organization called KEY. Right. Um, K-I-I. Indeed. People um, need to know that. Okay. <laughs> um, KEY. Why, why do we call it KEY? Why do we? Oh, Liat. So key stands. And by the way, you've told me before, and I apologize that I forgot. <laughs> That's all right. People ask us what key stands for, and I said it doesn't stand for anything. It doesn't stand for anything, but but really we use the meaning of the word key that we're unlocking opportunities for people. Um, we're dealing with key issues. Um, key in Hebrew means because, so it's the reasons and the rationale for mm-hmm. for our our actions in in Yiddishkeit. Um, but we wanted it to to be a little bit different and, yeah, and eye catching, so we spell it. And you've K-I-I. proven that in social media era, you could spell things any way you want. You <laughs> Simple as that. Well, the, the <laughs> eyes of the key K I I and the logo sort of look a little bit like people and facing each other. Nice, They're bringing people together. Very nice. So uh, every everyone, it's key K I I, and we'll tell you in a minute why it's so important. You know that because when you type into your browser. Uh, the opportunity to donate, you're going to need to know how to spell it. It's as simple as that. We're not, not going to confuse anybody. <laughs> and by the way, in, in all seriousness, you know, you mentioned your experience, Aish coming here, COVID, new organization, etc. One of the reasons we're, and I always say this, and you know this because you're regular listeners, one of the things that I'm always attracted to is proven track records. Nothing against all the organizations, and there are many that have been doing remarkable work over the last couple of months, some of which we support. So it's not like I don't know it, and it's not like we don't encourage people to give to them. But you guys have an amazing track record. You walked into this neighborhood, and I've seen people walk into Lower Manhattan and think that they're going to attract all these Jewish people who now have other interests and are completely uh, distracted from Judaism. And unfortunately, they're not successful at it. You come here. And it's on a regular basis. I feel bad for your wife, by the way. <laughs> Li- Liat, is it is it is it crazy every Shabbos, or it's not every Shabbos, or or what? It's almost every Shabbos. <laughs> it's Sorry almost to hear every that. Shabbos. <laughs> crazy <laughs> chaos, not crazy. Right. And, and every Shabbos means, I mean, I would assume what number of people normally? We, we have forty or fifty people every Friday night, Baruch Hashem. That's quite a meal. It's a it's a it's a it's a meal. And Liat insists on it being homemade. So right. you know, r- yet r- another r- reason why probably people come. <laughs> yeah. But one of my one of my chaverim from uh, from Aish once, uh, Rabbi Sholem Schwartz, referred to Shabbos as God's weekly seminar. You know, it's it's an opportunity to to come together and just to connect some of the conversations sure. we just had. You know, we talked about the geography. There are more secular Jews in this area than anywhere else in the world, perhaps outside of Israel. Uh, Maybe even more than the Upper West Side and things. Like- yeah. Wow. Um, yes. Yes. 
Uh, Plus the whole college crew down here. Correct. Now, we're focused on post-grads, 22 to 32, but this is where they live. This is the place to be. And by the way, you say one mile. I was thinking when you walk in any direction, that includes Williamsburg, right? The bridge the bridge is a mile long. Right. And once you're on that other side, there's well, a whole Well, don't tell world. me you're attracting people from there. Uh, I mean, some of my most close, our closest regulars are in Williamsburg, and we teach in Williamsburg all the time. Not in Satmer. Yeah. Not on Bedford <laughs> Avenue. You know? I get it. Yeah. But. but it happens to be, I bring Talmudim to Vien based Medrash all the time, to Satmer based Medrash. You know, Chavrusa is over Chalent in Williamsburg. Uh, people are learning. See, that's growing. it. You guys are innovative. You're innovative. You're not afraid to, to help people make the next move. You're not afraid to show them things and be proud of what's going on in our community. You probably bring them down to Grand Street once in a while as well. Absolutely. <laughs> we dive in here in the local shuls. <laughs> there you um, go. You know, yeah, yeah. The Lower East Side is amazing. And also, you mentioned historic. Right. People love that. People People right. love going into to the old shuls. It is I mean, a major tourist attraction. It is, and we, right. we we see people there. You know, they are searching. The oh, and it's likely that some of them had their grandparents diving in these shuls, etc. Exactly, and they rediscover that. Right? Exactly. I always say when people say, "Oh, my grandfather lived in the Lower," I'm, right. everyone's grandfather right. lived in the Lower. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no um, question about it. But when that. you go into shuls and and you see the you know the, the gangster history right. and the Zionist history and the communist history and, and the philanthropic history and the philanthropic right. and of course the yeshiva community sure. you know Rav Moshe and and the many many gadolim yeah. who lived here um it's it's amazing and people are excited to, to touch that and to see that and and they're walking down east houston street and they think katz's is a kosher restaurant well, that's, <laughs> All a whole right. that's a whole different discussion <laughs> better at the mayor felt house <laughs> exactly but there's but there's a shul across the street from katz's an right. old shul that's now a that's now an apartment building and you know and all of a sudden they're touching these things but I will get back to one of the things that Leah and you were discussing a minute ago is that we're also seeing an amplifier and it's scary. You know, we have to realize that even with everything that's going on, the people who are really distant are hiding away even more right now. Right. And, and we have to be very careful and cognizant of that and not just get excited. Yes, anti-Semitism does bring out, a, a, you know, some, from some people, it brings out a, a, a Jewish identity. But for others, it just allows them to shy away even more. And, and that's the danger, and that's why our work becomes so much more important right now. I mean, you may have people, if you're talking about those in their 20s and early 30s, you may have people who have challenges with their own roommates. Sure. Yeah. You've that, had that, that already. Was, that was referring sure. to it, yeah. Yeah, we have people who are really... No, I don't just mean the business place. I don't just mean the workplace. I'm talking people actually live with. Yes, people that they live with. People have been moving the last few weeks, um, and people have cut off... To get away from with, conflict? Yes. Yeah, it's really scary. But I will, yeah. again, what I, yeah. I, just to realize who we're reaching out to yep. and also the level of distance that we do. I just want people and your listeners, our listeners. My mother is a listener. Oh, thank Big, goodness. Biggest, biggest fan of Nakam Siegel. <laughs> Hello, Iman. Um, but um, but she, at the Hanukkah party, which we did in Israeli Shuk, and we raised almost $10,000 for Eretz Israel. Wow. Um, we, we actually did not charge. It was Liat's line. This is a party that you can't buy your way into. <laughs> We didn't charge for tickets. Um, we tried to find sponsors for the, for the party. No bouncer at the door. There was a bouncer at the door. But the only way you could get in was by making a donation to Israel. Wow. Um, and our son and daughter-in-law, Shimon and Nadina Meyerfeld and Carme Gott, are basically driving around the country all day, every day, delivering food to wives and children whose husbands aren't home and to soldiers on the border. Uh, they're delivering shawarma and schnitzel and drinks and flowers and candies for Shabbos for the kids to pick up spirits. And we're helping support that through our efforts at Key. Um, but Man. I invited somebody for Shabbos at the Hanukkah party. Yeah. Um, and this, this is a, an anecdote just to realize who we're, who we're dealing with. 
um, a lovely young Jewish boy. And I said, why don't you come for Shabbos? And he said, what, what, you know, what happens? And I described, you know, there's people that come, it's, it's, you know, not threatening and good food and we sing and we enjoy and whatever, come together. And he said, that's amazing. I'd love, I'd love to join. When is it? So I said, we, we always have Shabbos at 7.30 all year round. That's when we eat. Summer, winter, mm-hmm. we, our, our Shabbos meal that we have guests at is at 7.30 the whole year round. Right. So he said, that's great, but, but what day? Ooh. And I realized he did not know that Shabbos <laughs> was Friday night. Nachum, we're talking about a Jew who did not know that Shabbos was Friday night. Wow. And, and that, that keeps me going. That keeps us doing what we're doing because these are the people that... Well, I mean, your task is endless, frankly. You know, yeah. people talk about organizations doing what they need to do so eventually they could shut down. Not in your case. Well, you're, we're you're, actually, you're never we, shutting down. We hope to shut down. <laughs> We'd be very thrilled if every Jew was connected to their heritage. That's not you know. the case at the moment and I don't see it in the near future. But look, with your help, it could happen. Who knows? With all our listeners' help as well. Now, everybody out there, here is the, here's the ask. Uh, it is rare, very rare... Uh, that organizations during their own fundraising season feature other fundraisers, but it's been our um, our benevolent custom here to do that. And in this case, we are supporting the work of the Mayerfeld family, and uh, Liat and Moshe Mayerfeld ask everybody to go to the following website. It's key, K-I-I-N-Y-C.com slash donate. When you go there, you'll see they're active. It's already active, even though it officially starts when? A day from now? Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. Okay, so it, it kicks off tomorrow morning. But you can donate now already. Yeah, we're going to already be in the air, so we want to get this done now. <laughs> um, you could donate uh, right now because it's live, and you'll see the actual uh, campaign page. This is not the regular donate page. It's a special campaign page uh, with their goals stated for this time around, etc., etc. Plus, we should mention everything is doubled uh, when people do give. Uh, KII-NYC.com slash donate kii-nyc.com slash donate did uh, mrs mayerfeld uh, give already or uh my mother yeah just... uh, she's our biggest supporter don't worry <laughs> no i shouldn't worry <laughs> you don't need me to intervene yeah, this, this was enough the, the, the good things i had to say about you were enough this morning we should start naming other people and ask if they've given already you know who's on your that's, on your on your big giver list that's, that's very very dangerous <laughs> Uh, all right, so that's the address. That's the campaign. I really hope people do go and uh, to the uh, to the page and support what you're doing. Uh, what else can you tell us? Anything else, Leah? I just I just want to reiterate that I, that people today are really struggling. Interestingly, with the same decisions that our parents, our grandparents, things that we thought were already um, already in the bag, so to speak, of of having to 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 be proud to be Jewish, to know what that means, um, to have the anti-Semites remind them that they're Jewish, um, and then in that picture to figure out what that means to them, if they can take off work to, to keep Shabbos, which, I don't know, we so much take for a given. Do you have people already at that stage? Yeah, they're we have considering? people at the beginning. They're struggling. It's a big struggle. I have specifically a student. She's a tutor, and she tutors her main hours were Friday afternoon and now that's that's Shabbos <laughs> so uh so you know Bar Hashem we're really seeing people again like uh, like like we've said our, our our real focus is to meet people where they are and to really appreciate where they are and and we don't know we don't know you know Hashem's <laughs> Hashem's plan we can we can only play our part and and we're hoping that with this um with this campaign that everybody also um, knows that we, we would love them to be part of, of what we're doing. You know, it's amazing that uh, those of us who've had the privilege of doing this our entire lives, 
it is amazing to watch people who have mm. to make decisions like this because sometimes you want to go over to them and say, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're making things very difficult on yourself, but hey, yeah. they don't care that right. they're making things difficult but on here themselves. But here's an amazing thing. you know, Choice. Yeah, the ability to make choice and see people. And it's interesting because, yes, everyone's on a different spectrum of right. choices and people who have been involved in Yiddishkeit their whole lives have other choices to make but when you see somebody you know there, I have two guys in the last month who have bought new pairs of tefillin um, and uh, committed to putting them on every day Liada is a Talmida who just started lighting Shabbos candles every Friday night you know we, we're seeing people make decisions that are that are not easy and, and one of the things that we have to remember about decisions, and you know, sometimes we, we look at so, small, what seems like a small decision and it's massive and a big decision and it looks small, the, the reality is you know, we often say that we're not a kirov organization. Um, the Lubavitcher Rebbe used to say um, that he didn't like the word kirov because it implies that I'm close and you're far yeah. and I'm going to help you become. We don't know. Rav Noach Weinberg used to challenge us. And, you know, he, he was given, one of his classes was always about not judging. And I once asked him early in my career working for Aish, I said, Rebbe, I said, you know, you talk about not judging. I said, but isn't inherently what we do somewhat judgmental? And he said, if you think that, Moshe, you don't have room working for Aish Atara. He, wow. said, he, said, he said, we don't know where somebody is in their relationship with Hashem. Now, it could be that if I share Shabbos with them, they'll be an even closer place with Hashem. But how do we know who's close and who's far? And how do we know? You, don't, you can't judge someone's Bechira choices. You can't judge their decisions. You have to allow them you know, space to grow. Um, and and that's, what we, that's what we do. We, we allow people to be, and that's what Liat keeps saying, that meet them where they are and allow them you know, to, to the decisions... That, that are relevant for them. Not, we don't have a predetermined goal. This is what you have to be. This is what you have to look like. This is what you have to dress like. That, that, that's not for us. You know, Jews need to be 12 shvatim. There's a lot of different paths. We, we have to allow people to be where they are. Kohanim Levim Yisraelim. Yeah, that's it. There's only three, right? Um, but there's, there's so many. There are many paths to become close to Hashem. And we have to allow people to, to go in their own way. The four rituals that have recently been so prominently um, uh, attractive in the Jewish world. It's fascinating to watch. Tzitzis and tefillin, mm. Shabbos candles, and hafrashas challah. You know, baking challah with the proper, with the proper, uh, what do we call it? The, 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 the proper mechanism, right? Uh, it's pretty amazing. And that includes, obviously, men and women, depending on which mitzvah we're talking about, which ritual we're talking about. And it is remarkable how these small gestures, you talk about somebody buying tefillin, these small gestures are so incredibly important when it comes to establishing that connection that you're not forcing someone to establish, as you just said, but that you are certainly glad when they do establish it. Yeah, well, the things you mentioned, those are all really the, the foundation of the Jewish home. And we, we want to take people to a place where they can build their own their own Jewish homes, and that's that's going to be the way... That's going to be the way to do it. And that's the future. Homes. Yeah. Five years later, there are some great success. And again, I know we don't judge success because it's not <laughs> for us to judge. But I assume there are people that you met five years ago who are now Balabatim, right? Thank God. Thank God. We've, we've, we've been privileged. Liat has a whole pre-marriage seminar that she runs. Wow. We've been at chuppahs of tens and tens of people. Um, people have met in our home. People have met at Key. Um, Baruch Hashem, we've, we've seen a lot of growth. That's, that's in a family structure. 
and, and in Jewish structure as well. It's amazing to see the peros. And yes, sometimes you have to recognize the small, what looks like a small decision right. as, a, as a major accomplishment. Um, one of my Talmudim, um, his father's not Jewish. He barely knew he was Jewish the first time he walked into our home. Um, he made us see him in the first parak of Makos this week. So I, I don't want to judge, but that certainly gives us a lot of simcha. Well, I'm going to judge. That's a big deal. <laughs> I'm judging, and it's a big deal. Trust me. I do. I think simcha is a key word also right. when you talk about difficulties. The joy of is Judaism. That, yeah, is that people are really finding that they're, these difficult decisions ultimately are really bringing them to a place of, of, of inner peace and calm and, and happiness. 100%. So it's a, it's a simcha for us. Look, you don't have to sell me on this. I'm, a, I'm about to make my first donation of the day to Key. There may be more later on, but I'm about to make my first one. Amazing. Thank so, you, Nahum. Yes, you don't have to sell me on this at all. <laughs> but I want to make sure people know how to find this address. Rabbi Mayerfeld and I, at some point today, are going to discuss how to make this address even easier. To, to remember for I, I'm open for next year's campaign. Okay. I'm open. I'm open to, to tweaking. So I don't know what you have to do, folks. If you need a pen or a pencil, use it. If you can do it on your phone, use it. If you want to type it out, use it. But make sure to donate today at some point. And we talk about proven track record. I love the fact that you um, that you mentioned some of your mentors from Aish and some of the lessons you learned from decades ago. Because this is again. The two of you are remarkable, and we give you a lot of credit, but you come with a tremendous amount of experience at this whole thing. And you know exactly, not that you're putting pressure on anybody, but you know exactly, like you said, the first thing you said when you walked in, every person needs to be treated the way they need to be treated. And you become experts at that. And for that reason, and by the way, one thing, one other thing I wanted to mention, which, um, and I'm going to put this offer out there, is I have someone specific in mind. You've offered in the past that if someone who is interested in backing our cause, I'm going to join you for a moment, to backing key, they can come and stay in Lower Manhattan on a Shabbos and join you Friday night 100%. just to meet these personalities. Because you're confident, and I know you're right, that if people would sit at a Shabbos table like that, they would see the value of putting their money behind it, frankly. So yeah. if somebody would like to do that, in general, a lot of people yeah. come to Manhattan to spend Shabbos. Sure. So you've come, seen that, come right? To, come to the Lower East Side. So come, there's a hotel nearby. There's some beautiful hotels there nearby. There are accommodations where I may or will make sure to take care of for you and and see it up close and personal. 100%. The, the truth is, I always, I, I'm very confident about allowing people to see what we do. Right. Our Hanukkah party that I mentioned just now, we had a pre-reception uh, uh, we called it a VIP reception, and we invited supporters and potential supporters nice. for a short reception beforehand. And then I invited them. I said, my, you know, at 7.30 when the party starts, my focus is going to shift on the younger people that were there. But please feel free to stick around and, and, and just watch what happens when Jews get together. And it was amazing to see and their reaction. Um, and Baruch Hashem, you know, like we're, we're, our doors are open to everybody. Come and see what we do. Uh, come during the week, come for Shabbos, and, you know, and experience the, the, the amazing opportunities that Judaism has to offer and the specific ways that Key is offering them. As I said, you don't have to sell me on this, but hopefully people out there will be supportive. Here's the uh, address, everybody. It's Key, K-I-I, yes, I am spelling it correctly, K-I-I-NYC.com slash donate. When you go to that page, you'll see the current campaign with the goal, with the doubling, with everything. And in addition to that, um, you can participate. To participate, It doesn't start officially till tomorrow. So you have a couple of days to do this, but try to do it today. Again, support the work of Liat and Moshe Meyerfeld. They are doing amazing work lower Manhattan, and they deserve all of our support. KII-NYC.com slash donate. Anything else either of you would like to add, or have we said it all this morning? 
we said it all? No, there's so much more to say. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's plenty more to say, but, but I will say that, you know, we, we love people um, and we love Judaism. And when we have an opportunity to bring those things together, you know, we're in a good place. Um, I, I think that being in your studio um, with, with a, a true mix of doing good for the Jewish people, beautiful Jewish music, um, you know, and, and sharing opportunities to, to make Kalei Yisrael even greater, um, is a very special place to start my day. So thank, thank you, you Nachum. It's great to be here. We love what you do. Um, and, and we're with you. And, you know, now you've stated very publicly on the air you're with us. Oh, yeah. We are, I made that clear. We, I are, made that clear. we are with you. People should donate to your campaign. Thank you very um, much. Um, <laughs> and, um, and we should continue seeing good things. One for Rabbi Mayerfeld says you should give at least double to our campaign than what you give to <laughs> Key. Imagine that. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Anyway, one more time for the address. kii dash nyc.com slash donate kii dash nyc.com slash donate liat anything else or that's about it i just want to say thank you so much a pleasure and um we're we're just we've been very blessed and we feel really the simcha of sharing of sharing torah with people and it's it's been our absolute pleasure and one of these fridays i'm going to be brave enough to walk to uh to your home and see what's going on there we'll on see a you Friday. There. Bezrat Hashem. You're always welcome. I know I'm always welcome and I appreciate it. I just have to just have to get it done. That's all. Yeah. Well, the beauty of the winter is you could finish your meal and then come because you know m- med- <laughs> that's true. We, we we actually have yeah. You could talk about our our, our pregame. <laughs> you <laughs> have two Shabbos meals. Or, we have. Does that family. help for Shabbos? By the way, no, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, two have to be during the day. It doesn't. But but again, people are working on Fridays, most right. of them. So we start a Friday night dinner at seven. 30 every week winter summer but we have our pre 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 everybody oh so your Shabbos family has some with family, our family. Time. yeah very well you know what yeah. i was actually would you ask if there's anything else i do want to give a shout out to our family yeah, they B- both it. my extended family but also our our intimate family um our kids are very much partners in what we do and we appreciate their, their efforts um and and it's amazing to have you know partners like that hey we know what it's like growing up mayor feld <laughs> <laughs> you like that huh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout out to amudim shout out to amudim is right <laughs> but um we do spend a lot of time um with you know with our kids you know you asked about the busy shabbos lunches are quieter shabbos lunch is really much more family good. focused good you know um <laughs> but during the winter we really do have two meals yeah, we Friday have, night. Yeah, we have family and then other family. Mm-hmm. I get it exactly. Believe me, I get it. Call like a vote to you. All right, you know the address, folks. Support the cause and uh, thank you very much. And to Liat and Moshe Mayer, felt continued Hatzlacha. Thank you. Thank Nacham. you to you and thank, thank you, you to everyone. Pleasure to be a partner with you in all of this. Uh, and I'm about to make my first donation of the day. By the way, folks, about to make my first donation of the day for uh, uh, for the folks at Key. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning broadcast at JM and the AM, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from the holy city of Jerusalem. Thank you. 
Hill, Oh Yerushalayim, Chaza will be in Yerushalayim Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. Jonathan Pollard, our guest, 8 o'clock 
Eastern Time, Thursday morning here at JMNAM. Naftali Kempa with Chazdeh Hashem. You heard Vani done by Simcha Liner. Good morning. Welcome. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Big thank you to the Mayor Felds. Let's make their campaign a success. Let's make our campaign a success as well, of course. Go to uh, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Be as generous as you can. Our next benchmark is $70,000. You've gotten us to every goal we've set so far. Uh, we're at 68600 and change. So, well, we're essentially one $1,800 donation away. Give what you can and join us in this fundraising effort to keep JMAM going. Uh, the fact that we, we are continuing to bridge the gap between Israel and the diaspora uh, with travel this week. Being in Jerusalem for as many days as we will between now and the end of the calendar year, I would hope that that would spur you on to support the cause and to give what you can to help us keep going here at JMNAM and the Nachum Siegel Network. And I thank those who've donated already. If you haven't donated yet, please get to it as soon as you can. Join us in keeping JM and the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network going. Uh, more coming up. This is the um, Tuesday morning edition of JM and the AM, again with a reminder that we are going to be broadcasting from Jerusalem Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week. Jonathan Pollard, our guest, Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Should be a very interesting conversation. Make sure to join us. Make sure to be tuned in. And uh, we will speak to you from the Holy Land. More coming up. It's Mordechai Shapiro, JM in the AM. <laughs>
Angry storm is threatening and closing in. He tries to fight the current, but his strength wears thin. Clutching his young son and daughter, though he can barely swim. But he's no match for the sea with its mighty waves. Struggling to breathe for his lives to save. And hopelessly feels his daughter slip away from him.
JM in the AM. It is a Tuesday morning broadcast. Proud to say the rest of this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we are in Israel broadcasting from Jerusalem. Thursday morning, Jonathan Pollard expected to be our guest at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Want to thank those who've been supporting our campaign at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. We continue to slowly get to $70,000, which is our next benchmark, uh, under $1,300 away. Please give and give generously and support the work that we're doing every single day and the fact that we are bridging the gap between Israel and the diaspora. Much appreciated. Everybody who's come through during this campaign so far, our 40th anniversary campaign will please God be a great success, all because of you. Much appreciated. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. Um, by the way, brand new grandfather, Mayor Fertig, Monday's JM in the AM. I'm on the air from Jerusalem Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week. On Monday, Mayor Fertig on the air from here, from the great state of New Jersey. Um, so make sure to be tuned in. You could wish him um, all the great wishes on the news of uh, Hani and uh, he becoming grandparents. And um, yeah, that's a, a wonderful, simple, and incredible addition, as we've said, to our JM and the AM family. <laughs> as we all continue to get older, Baruch Hashem. And uh, we wish the Fertigs a big mazel tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Um, our schedule for today, today is Tuesday, am I right? It certainly is. Our schedule for today, we're by Dr. David Hertzberg. We'll speak about the friendly fire casualties, the terrible news that came out of Gaza. Uh, referencing, of course, the three hostages who were mistakenly killed. So painful watching the funeral of one of them earlier was just was just uh, too great of a painful situation. Israel at 75, 9 o'clock, right after JM the Amorite, Dr. David Hertzberg on the topic of friendly fire casualties. Uh, coming up at 11, it'll be Avrami from Israel with a Tuesday live lunch. And um, that'll go until 1 p.m. Eastern time. All right. Arye Kunstler is next. You're listening to JM in the AM. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Artsenu, who Yadchem, Vino Marame, Ki 
Kunstler, Tzahal, yes, our beloved IDF. We continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the IDF, protecting the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Akiva will wrap things up. You're listening to JM in the AM. לזיכרונות לצוף במים עוד קצת להירגע מכל הטירוף לשוט בדמיון בינתיים שכחתי מי אני, מה אני רוצה להיות זה הדחפים שלי, זה ההתמכרויות המסכים קשים, החדשות רעות הפחד משתק מהתקופה הזאת איבדתי אוויר ואין כבר חלומות תקוע במובך עמוק של דמיונות זה אפס מעשה ואלף כוונות וכית בגל אגב מלא ברצונות בסוף אני תמיד שוכח מכל הסימנים שאתה שולח איך בסוף אני בתוך מאות סיבר על סף תהום דוהר על סף תהום דוהר
נשימה לפני ששוב הוא מתחיל לרוץ כאילו מחכה בחוץ האושר בתוכי יש את כל מה שצריך בשביל לחיות פשוט להרוויח את השמחה שלי ביושר ויש לי סמארט חכם, עושה אותי טיפש, הכל אותו דבר, כלום לא מרגש, ואם זה לא אתה, עוזר לי להתחדש, כמעט כל יום אני נופל ומתייאש. איך בסוף אני תמיד שוכח מכל הסימנים שאתה שולח, איך בסוף אני בתוך מאות סימנים. J.M. in the A.M. Here's how Shlimey Ash puts the Mazel Dov wish. He says, Rocky Ash. We'd like to wish Mazel Tov to Benjamin Siegel's former roommate Yoni and his wife Meira on the birth of a daughter. Her grandparents are by Mrs. Asher Resnick of Ramat Beit Shemesh Israel, Yael and Shlemy Ash, our dear friends of Ramat, Wesley Hills and Muncie, and great-grandmother Mrs. Rifka Ash of Borough Park. Mazel Tov, everybody. Achenobi Yisrael and Achim Achemer, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard and listeners sponsored digital radio. Round the world of web at NachumSigl.com on the NachumSigl Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday. My big thanks to the Mayerfelds. Thanks to Elliot Weiselberg with the Shiva League Sports Update. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget our campaign, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Tomorrow, Thursday, Friday from Jerusalem, Thursday at 8 a.m., Jonathan Pollard is expected to be our guest. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow from Jerusalem, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. <laughs>